welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. Oh boy. And that sound must mean we are in the season. And uh, obviously that season is... Halloween? <laughs> no, not unless you go to McCamey Manor. Um, oh, no, God. that mm. sound means that it's Christmas. And it is the... Uh, we're sitting here smack dab in the middle of December, and uh, there are things that are on your mind during Christmas. Uh, you know, things like shopping, uh, decorating your house... Preparing to be annoyed by most of your family members. And there are some age old traditions during Christmas, and one we really want to get into tonight or today, sorry. Uh, and that is the tradition of watching Christmas movies. Yeah. We uh, we watch Christmas movies. Everybody did. Okay. <laughs> and they're, they're like off the hook popular now, I feel like. Because what is it? It's either Hallmark or Lifetime that has like 30 days of Christmas movies, and they show a different Christmas movie for 30 days straight. That's that got to be Hallmark. That is nuts. I mean, it really is. You think they have a studio that's just full of Christmas props? I, I guess they, so. They I mean, they're just to. shooting them year-round, too. Like, I mean, constantly shooting these things. They, they literally own the North Pole. Lot 5 is where they shoot all the Christmas movies. Yeah. And, I mean, is it 30 days of Christmas every year? So they have 30 movies they make every single year? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there might be some repeats. Like, I don't know much about it. I just know that it exists. I've never partaken in the 30 days of Christmas movies. they got a roster of B-list actors, too. Oh, I'm sure, man. Yeah. Good God. That uh and that actually brings up a good point. Later in the podcast, I want to ask you guys, you know, what your favorite Christmas movies were and why. Die uh, hard. Uh, <laughs> man. All right. I'm sorry. No. Traditional answer. No. Yeah. So but before we do that, um, as most of you or some of our loyal listenership knows that we used to have a movie review podcast. And since this is a Christmas a themed episode about Christmas movies. We wanted to review uh, one of the current Christmas movies that's out right now. Uh, if most of you have not been slapped right in the face by Disney Plus over the last few months and you do not have it, you are probably not going to get this podcast. But like the millions of people out there that succumb to it, I finally got Disney Plus. Do both of you guys have it? Uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got somebody else's login. That's yeah. the thing. It's like either you have it or somebody you know has it and you have their login. That's right. But it is, I mean, it's very beneficial. If you like Marvel movies, uh, they have, you know, the old Disney movies. They have a bunch of new content. And we want Star wanted, Wars. They, they have the Star Wars. Have you watched the, have y'all been watching the Mandalorian yet? No, not yet. I have not. I've seen commercials for it and it looks amazing. Okay. Is All it right. good? Recommended? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm liking it so far. It's very, uh, it's got a Western vibe, which is dope. Okay. Well, also on Disney Plus, there is the hottest Disney movie out right now. So we read. Uh, <laughs> let me preface. So we read the hottest mo- or, uh, Christmas movie out right now, which is a tale about a girl who somehow becomes Santa, and the movie is called Noel. Spoiler alert! <laughs> no shit. Wow, just kind of drove that home. I question. Do you think it's the hottest uh, Christmas movie because it takes place in Phoenix, Arizona? Uh, <laughs> is that it? May be, or because uh, the lead actress is Anna Kendrick. It could be one of the two. 
So anyway, we used to have a podcast called Cool Whip and Sugar Cane's Red Box Movie Reviews, where we review a movie. So that's what we're going to do this week. Uh, we're going to give you our rating on the movie and tell you a little bit about it, who's in it, and what you can expect. Obviously, I spoiled that earlier, but let's be honest. If you've seen a preview for this movie, you know what's going to happen. No shit. The, yeah. <laughs> I texted both of you guys. I was like, if you can't figure out what happens in this movie from the one sentence description in the like video description, then you're you're not together. Yeah, it's a it's a dead giveaway. I bet it's I, I bet it's written by some Hallmark folks. Real real quick, let me jump in before we jump into the people. Since you re- mentioned the writer, I actually looked it up. It's the same person that wrote Miss Congeniality and Miss Congeniality Two. Wow, that's a pretty good track record, among other things. But those were the two big standouts. Those so. were the big ones yeah yeah so okay uh i mean wait a minute did you just give those props no i said that was a question those are the big ones no you said that's a pretty good track record yeah Uh, (laughs) so you're like oh yeah it could have been a joke i i I, have never seen miss congeniality one or two so i cannot speak for that you're really selling it that's okay let's get into the star power obviously we've said anna kendrick plays the lead role in this movie um she is noelle who is santa's daughter um and and Noel has a brother and his name is Nicholas. Um, obviously, we're gonna go like the fourth or fifth at this point. Um, and Santa, uh, unfortunately, passes away. I there is so many crazy things about this movie right off the bat. First off, <laughs> Santa has kids. Like that, <laughs> Santa has never had kids in any like form that I could find. I was like looking it up after the fact too, to try to figure that out. Santa's never had kids. I've learned, I learned so much new stuff about the story of Santa Claus from this movie. And in the first 30 minutes, Santa fucking dies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not only does he have kids, they're tiny kids and he looks 70 years old. It's heavily implied when he gives his uh, gift to the son. He's like, it's about that time. It's like, he knows, like he just got back from the doctor and he's like, uh, maybe it's a little pretty, mature but you know you're 10 maybe yeah it's about time you start training so speaking of his son uh the brother of noel is bill Hader. um so coming off of his success in the terrible terrible movie it too um he makes a reprise role in noel are we strictly <laughs> reviewing bill Hader movies now <laughs> i don't know it has seemed like that's been a trend lately man i mean he's super talented Clearly, and I mean, just what the what's he doing, man? Did he sign like some weird contract where he has to do bad movies? That's what I don't get. I mean, because in it, he was at least like semi enjoyable, like mm-hmm. he t- you know, he took you out of the scene a lot of the times, but he was still one of the better parts of that movie. In this, I feel like he was just wasted. He, he is was, my least favorite. His part is terrible, they wrote it terribly, like he they underutilized him. He's just like not funny, it's just. It's yeah. terrible use of Bill Hader. He got stuck in a contract. Had yeah, to, have, man. You, yeah, her yeah. too. She's talented too. So Santa, in order to have kids, also has a wife. Let's you know, let's call her Mrs. Claus. Mrs. And Claus. in this movie, she is played by one of my favorite mother actresses of all time. Mother actresses, correct? Actresses what is that? that only play mothers in Not movies. True. What, what do you mean, not true? Well, she's from Airplane. Yeah, that's what I re- like. What else is oh, she from? She, she is yeah. from my. One of my top three favorite Christmas movies of all time, where she also plays a mother, it's called Just Friends. And it is uh, Ryan Reynolds and... (laughs) You are (laughs) the reason Christmas movies are so popular. They just turn junk out. Okay. So I like junk. 
I'm not going to lie. You do. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. She's what in that? The mother, I guess? That's correct. She's the mother. She's Mrs. Claus. And then they also have a housekeeper or uh, I think that it was an aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Housekeeper. Yep. In every scene she's in, she's doing housekeeping. Which Juicebox brought up a good point about elves earlier that we'll talk about. But yes, I get. Yeah. Shirley MacLaine, right? I thought it. Also. I thought it was Lily Tomlin. Oh, God. No, but also same, underutilized. Same era, same yeah. generation. Yeah, I, yeah. She, I think she was properly utilized, in my opinion. She had be. the quirkiness about her that that spunk yeah. um, that you always see yeah. in her roles. That's kind of yeah. You're right. That is her role. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we have nope. That's it. It real quick. I I didn't think I would have time to watch it, so I tried reading the synopsis earlier on Wikipedia, <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I'll just watch it because the synopsis was like, and then she goes to the mall and then she <laughs> oh, does man. this. And I was like, uh, I'm al- I already am in a, I'm just, I'll watch it. I guess. Sure. So Anna Kendrick becomes Santa completes the nightly run and all is well in the world. Um, yep. Meanwhile, real Santa or uh, Bill Hader Santa becomes a yogi in Phoenix, Arizona. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So uh, instead of going the route of being the most recognizable person ever of all time, uh, he decides to be a yoga instructor in Arizona. The, the whole subtext is bucking tradition. Is all it is, right? Sure. And, and women empowerment, which I think it's. I think Disney is making a proactive uh, women empowerment movement. Um, yeah, I, in a I, lot of the stuff they do. Yeah. Well, no, I was like, we've got past the plot. Let's just talk about some of the things that like kind of stood out to you guys, or that was just like kind of crazy off, the, like whatever. Okay. So for me, one of the first things that was like I kind of wanted to throw up in my mouth a little bit was like they show the tile floor at Santa's house or whatever, and it's like Disney, it's Mickey Mouse like emblem in the floor, like in their floor tile. It's like, man, what we know this is a Disney movie. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are you doing? Why are you doing yeah. this? I had to, they, I have they, to pay a monthly their, fee to they, watch this. Movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware this is Disney. Yeah, that and like um, this the product call-outs in this movie were off the charts. Okay. They called out iPad. Every single person said they wanted an iPad. I yep. wish I, I was trying to keep count of it. It was l- probably like 60 people said they wanted an iPad. So they mm-hmm. probably they said iPad 60 times at least. That They call out Google. They call out like Amazon. Amazon all this, Prime. Like, yeah. I Those feel are- like they just grabbed every single like pop culture word or like some like they did some kind of search google search and was like these are the most searched words and then they just put all those movies all those words into a script <laughs> right yeah right down our throats absolutely and why not i mean it's a christmas movie you can put i mean you don't think that uh whatever was going on in the magazines and uh a christmas story had anything to do with uh, here's advertising why not, here's for the why not. I, I mean, maybe it did. I'm, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I mean, Old Boy was telling me, I think it's a wonderful life. Uh, it was made for TV and it put out a lot of products. Didn't you tell me that? No. Okay. I told you it was a, it was a commercial failure. Oh, okay. That, uh, and then they kept showing it on television. Oh, you said commercial failure. <laughs> right. You just heard commercial. <laughs> I don't listen. Yeah. I wonder about that sometimes. Like the product placement when we were kids, like I don't remember it as much, but I wonder, I wonder how heavy it was back in the day. In Home Alone, it's the biggest product placement with the uh, Talk Boy. I pizza mean, Hut, and Pizza, yeah, yeah. Pizza Hut, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But so you again, can't fault them for I, that. No, I, and I, okay, I'm not faulting them for that. I just feel like a lot of the references will totally date the movie. Like a really good movie is timeless. Like Home Alone is timeless. Sure. 
You know, it's like, sure, there's product placement. Sure, there's some things that obviously, you know, are old-timey now. But, like, it's still, for the most part, a timeless movie. All this is just based off jokes that are, like, relevant now. Yeah. And won't be relevant in three years. That's true. Um, because in three years, there will be 120 more Christmas movies to choose from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's right. already dated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I noticed in the movie is the thing, like I said earlier, the things that I've learned that I didn't know from the original story. Um, and one of my favorites was how the reindeer take off. I think this movie portrays a really good reindeer exit when they hit their horns on each side, two at a time, all the way back, and then they take off. Yeah. Not to mention, you do not have to say that entire line. You can just say on Dasher, and it starts the entire process. Yeah, that was a nice little touch. Yeah, it was a it, yeah that just provided a shortcut. I've I've noticed that you never see Rudolph unless it's the Rudolph thing, right? I was wondering that too. Like, is Rudolph just written out of Santa Claus thing history, or somebody somebody owns the rights to Rudolph and they're not giving them up? That's what I think. I would like to be that person then. Oh man, Bing Crosby you, or somebody. I, so anyway. speaking of that, they introduced basically a new type of Rudolph, except it represents more of like a dog, a um, snow globe or something. Uh, Grover, yeah. Grover, I think was his name. Grover? Actually, yeah, it was a, distra- uh, a CGI distraction. It was yeah. a CGI uh, he, baby reindeer. Did either of you, when she first went to the window and did that little song to try to call him, did either of you guys cringe really hard? Right there? I didn't know what was. Yeah. I thought, I honestly, I was like, oh god, what is getting written? This is terrible. Yeah, I agree with that. The first time I heard her sing the beginning of that song, I was like, oh my god, is this a musical? What have we fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. got into? <laughs> and as soon as she stopped i was like thank god uh i cringed a lot especially when she was walking the dog in miami dressed up as a reindeer yeah i cringed because my worst character in this movie is the shopping mall manager um the lady who shakes a lot who just wants somebody to be with her what the hell was that character i don't know but (laughs) she had a boner for that dude though yeah it was like it couldn't be more obvious the whole thing was weird yeah oversold the acting was terrible i mean maybe the acting was good i just didn't get it because i hated it so much yeah that is the worst character in the movie it was terrible and but i feel like that's part of like a christmas movie is have some terrible of side character or something i don't that's, know that's like, kind of true kind of like in jingle all the way yeah. with um what, what was the guy who's a next door neighbor sinbad phil hartman S- phil hartman hey who owns hallmark i wonder if disney owns hallmark um uh, i bet I they know. own a piece of it i made a note that says disney owns everything am i partially owned by disney you probably signed an agreement on your phone. Uh, yeah, I don't know it. Yeah, exactly. At one point, Disney owned ICP. Do you accept cookies and give up your rights to Disney? Right. We own you now. That's fine. If Disney wants to come down my chimney and deliver things to me, I'm fine with that. I don't think it works like that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we've kind of, I mean, what else do you guys want to get into in regards to Noel? Okay. Um, I want to bring up something that bothers me about this movie, and it kind of bothers me about a lot of christmas movies what is the situation at the north pole exactly okay like is santa these elves boss do they have a union is he a dictator what exactly is going on because there doesn't really seem like people are paying you know they have chocolate coins that they pay with i guess so in this some movie sort of, they do so there's some sort of money in this movie but basically like santa is kind of a dick to elves 
and a dick to everybody except for kids when he's delivering Christmas presents. See, I don't right. think he's a dick to elves. I think he comes off as he's better than them, and uh, they don't want to <laughs> fuck with him, but he'll be jolly until that happens. Okay, oh, okay, so but what is the relationship there? He's their boss. They work for him, um, right? I, I mean, I think he is right. The, so they get yes. room and board as okay. long as they because they were talking to... about the Kringle family discount in the town and you know a bunch of stuff. So obviously he's the boss of this town and everybody so works for him. He's like the bad guy in Roadhouse, like he owns the city. <laughs> yeah, basically he like owns the analogy. North Pole. He's the dictator of the North Pole. Okay. Yeah, that I get. When, when but you, have you ever seen an elf like ask for time off, or you know, or probably scared to? I mean, are they though? Like, because like, that turns of, into like slaves. Think and, about Santa in the Rudolph movie. Santa was a dick in that movie. He like cast out the the one elf because he wanted to be a dentist or whatever. Like, and, okay. then, and any toy that was like wasn't up to par he banded it on a like island so it was just like there was some dark shit in that movie but what i mean what does it matter what santa does if he brings toys to every single person on earth that what? is a very Truth. interesting mindset to have <laughs> like, right i mean come on dude like you've got what 60 elves versus the whole world i you're mean cha- you're championing a dictator i'm yeah. not championing anything one, I don't think Santa is forcing them to do anything they don't want to. I think I mean, they want to work for Santa for the greater good. They're making sa- presents for everybody in the world. Okay, let me ask you this. What <laughs> other options do elves have? Is there another like economy that they can go to? No. Yes. They're stuck Willy there. Wonka's factory. I mean, it's the same mm. thing. They could do wrestling on Saturday nights okay. in bars in Nashville. Willy Wonka is also a dictator over the Oompa right. Loompas. Like, right. come on. <laughs> And and you're saying all of his evil acts are forgivable because he's got great GDP, is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> exactly. Like no, I'm saying, these elves saying, could walk out on their own, and Santa would just find more elves or people. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be an elf. Take gifts. Replace the word gifts with blood diamonds. These elves know that they're in something special in the North Pole. Nobody knows how to get there. Diamonds. No, Keep going. Yeah, nobody knows how to get there. Right. And they're there performing this deed Cheap for, the labor. En- for the entire world. Mm-hmm. Free labor. Once a year. You say they know that they're doing something special. They've just been brainwashed by Santa this whole entire time to be thinking that they're doing something special so they don't know anything else. Yep. This is like North Korea. I bet they Th- don't even like have- It sounds like a conspiracy to me. I bet they don't even have health care. They definitely have health care, but they don't need it because they're in the North Pole where nobody gets sick. Have you ever seen an elf they sick? just disappear. I mean, people oh. get sick. Santa fucking died in this movie. Right. He did, which that is one thing that I've never heard before is there are dead Santas out there. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's Santa- what, yeah. He was the, what well, they'd been around for 2000 years. He was the 24th Santa or something is what they They've said. They've killed off Santa before. In a few in a few different movies. Oh yes, yeah. Santa Claus, right? Yes, yeah, or the one the one with, with Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He Santa falls off the dies. Ro- he falls he, off the roof, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, Tim yeah. Allen becomes Santa. Right. But that was accidental. This one kind of sounded like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took a turn for the worse. Everybody like, runs the the test of time here. Yeah. They just get old and die. He, yeah, you should get a colonoscopy after age 50. To be honest with you, that's Santa. that's a more real outlook on Santa to tell kids that, that Santas die and then their kids become the new Santa. So kids will believe in Santa longer if it's real to them. So that's what you're going to tell Levon? When he says, I don't believe in Santa, I'm just going to say, 
that Santa is gone. There's a new Santa out here, and it's that Santa's kid, and we've got to support the new Santa, you know? You (laughs) You are just, like, ripe for a dictatorship. (laughs) You are just, like, ready to fall in line. I don't know. I think think you're ready to be an elf, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, okay. this new Santa, he's beardless. He's uh All right. Okay. So this is what we do on the show. We're going to Well, let's go ahead and do this. Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> this is what we do. We devolve into <laughs> yeah. just nonsense. So let's rate Noel for those for the listenership out there that are still hanging on and have not seen <laughs> this movie or just want to hear our ratings on it. Um I want to go ahead and we've done this rating system before again Try to find it out there. Cool Whip and Sugar Cane's Redbox movie reviews. You won't. Maybe one or two episodes. But our rating systems are out of three. Worst, middle, best. For Noel, this week, I am giving it my best rating. I just saw the most amazing thing in my entire life. Here's why. Because there are a few movies out there, few Christmas movies out of what we said before, 30 movies every year put out by Hallmark, right? There are a few Christmas movies that reinvent my vision on the Santa story. I'll give you that. This one was one of them. They used a whole different route. I absolutely loved it. I think at one point a tear came to my eye. But I'm going to go ahead and explain this as the same reason I wanted to go to McKamey Manor is the same reason a tear comes to my eye in Christmas movies because I still believe in this thing that this idea that everything's great out there and this movie really made it happen for me last time i've seen something like this was the santa claus with tim allen where it just reinvented the santa story yeah anytime you can do that that's fine okay um don't sue me disney i'm gonna give it uh no! No! <laughs> uh that is my worst rating i just Yes, it does buck tradition, and I like I like the impact. I like the uh, I like the message of new traditions. I like the subtext and the message of it. I just thought it was corny as as all get out. That's all. It's just it. I mean, and my four year old. Let me just back up real quick. So I I forced my family to watch it, <laughs> and, and, and uh, everybody was against it. He had, like, hold on. Listen. He has a four-year-old daughter that did not does not want to watch a movie where a girl becomes Santa. Correct. So, uh, real quick, I put it on. She'll be she'll be five uh, in, in next month. So I'm going to say she's five. Okay. And when I put it on there, and I was like, "We're going to watch this Christmas movie together as a family." I mean, like she was no daddy like and and was like crying throughout the whole thing. Like I hate it. I don't want to watch it. I was like, I know it's bad. Just. Just you have to do this. So um, I just thought it was a little too cheese. Juice box, man. Okay, so I was gonna go middle of the road on it because I didn't hate it, but then Bucky, you really sold me on everything that you were just talking about there. So I'm gonna go a lovely cheese pizza just for me, which is my best rating because honestly, like it was cheesy and it was predictable and as much shit as i talked about it like i still didn't mind watching it like and i feel like it's it's a good christmas movie yeah and i think about it compared to like that kurt russell christmas movie that was on netflix last year that shit was so terrible was that it? shit was so bad yeah this compared to that was like like way better and i have to say man there was 
there was like a couple parts like in the middle there when um she's first realizing that she like has Santa's powers and she like starts doing sign language to the deaf girl. It was awesome. Like that kind of got me a little bit. That yeah, was yeah. like, damn, this is a nice little okay. a nice little part. Yeah, you're right. That, so, I did like that. Part. Yes, there was so much cheesy stuff and they were bashing you over the head with product placement and just so much corny jokes. But at, at the end of the day, like. I think it's a solid Christmas movie. That's so awesome. Will you, uh, so you, you guys will be watching this every year from year on out, right? I've already seen I, it twice. <laughs> I, I, I will not, but I'm saying that I recommend that it's not a bad... If you're looking for a Christmas movie this year... For like, 2019. It, it's, not, it's not bad. Yeah, hot yeah, off the press. I don't think we'll be watching it again either. I, I think my, my kid was like, can I go play? Yeah. All right, so before so we... So you forced her to watch it? You like... <laughs> we you were even... No, we, I, we were like... Yeah, get back just, in here. Just go play. Just, you know, it, it got to a point where I was like, just go do whatever you want to, you know? Mm-hmm. So she started coloring. So before we get out of here, I want to ask you guys, uh, give me your top three Christmas movies of all time. I, you can extend it to five if you need, uh, because I think I'll, I, I might have to extend it to five. Top three Christmas movies of all time. Brief description why. Okay. Uh, Christmas Vacation okay. is, is at the top of my list. It's, it's got to be the top of everybody. Uh, yeah, of right. I, uh, yeah, I'm probably uh, with, with the majority. It's just, it had a lot of adult humor when I was a kid that I, maybe I didn't quite get it first, but that, you know, as you get older, you appreciate it more. Sure. And you get older and you appreciate it more. And uh, so it's something I watch with my family every year. That is a sign of a good movie. It's like, yo, man, like it, it, it affects you at different stages of your life differently. So, uh, let's see. Other than that, um, oh, here's somebody else go. Well, I was Give just going to go top, top three. three. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, uh, probably one of the animated Rudolph or, you know, like, I, I like the claymation one claymation. Yeah. I like those things. And then, uh, I, I'm not big on Christmas story. It doesn't sound like you're into Christmas movies at all. <laughs> I've got, no, I'm I'm kind of yeah. yeah, okay. You're having a hard time naming yeah. three. Yeah. three. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm Hallmark made thirty. You can't name three ever. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I've been outed, man. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not huge on them. Okay, All fair right. enough. I got this. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to say um, Christmas Vacation because that's a given. Sure, sure. Um, for me, like second is probably Home Alone. I mean, Home Alone is something that we like. Dana and I watch at least one time every Christmas. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, that's a that's our tradition. Um, after that, probably Charlie Brown Christmas. Like I've been watching that since like as far back as I can remember. Okay. Um, and then maybe the original Grinch. Not original okay. Grinch is pretty uh, solid. OG Grinch was on TV the other night. Yeah, the too. cartoon on one, not yeah. not the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, it's super short too. Like uh, it's only like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Is it really? Yeah, it came on the other night, and I was like, Levon and Asher were watching it, watching it. And we knew that it was time to go to bed, and I was like, "How much is left?" I pulled the remote up, and I'm like, "Wait, this whole thing's like fifteen minutes." <laughs> but you know, shout out to Santa Claus, which is also an awesome movie. The first one, I can't really speak for the other ones because I don't know if I ever even saw them. Uh, and Jingle All the Way. I mean, that's a fun one. It's always a fun one. Um, I'm going to go a little bit of a different route here, and I'm going to probably bring up one that you guys left off your list or forgot. 
I'm going to say, I, I think Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, all that's kind of coupled into something you watch every year. Something I traditionally watched every year was A Christmas Story, which gets mixed reviews whenever you see it. Yeah, I was never a fan of Christmas yeah, Story. So I think I was just forced to watch like regular TV growing up, and it always came on, what, like the same, like yeah. TNT for 24 hours a day or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I would say one of my top up there, uh, it, you're going to couple those into number one. Number two, Scrooge. Hand down, hands oh. down. I, I thought that you might have forgot about that because it's totally just great, um, dude. That's that's some great Bill Murray right there. Mm-hmm. It is, and it tells that story in a. Actually, now it's kind of outdated, but my, my whole childhood growing up, it's just like that story's being told in the future. You know, it's yeah. Like I said earlier on the podcast, Just Friends is a movie that I watch every single year, and it sounds terrible. I'd quit telling people that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever even heard of that movie until just now. What? You've never seen Just Friends? And pause, dude. With, I you... Who is it? Dane Cook? <laughs> and, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ferris. So, I thought you liked that old black and white movie. The uh, It's a Wonderful Life comes in at number five. Um, and it's no. moving down on the list because Shit. I've seen it so many times that the tear factor is gone for me. Like There was a tear factor? Oh, hell yeah. Like all growing up, the end of It's a Wonderful Life when they're uh, bringing that money in to, to George and like he's down on his luck and everybody in the town brings some money in the house and the house is all run down. That shit brings a tear to your eye i just love that feeling as much as i love being scared in haunted houses i love that fucking wholesome feeling i love that yeah you know in independence day when the when the fifth actor in the movie comes back and his dad's you know he sees his kid and his mom tells his kid that his dad's not a car salesman he's actually an astronaut and they're running to each other at the end shit you know You said uh, Independence Day, but then you started talking about Armageddon. Oh, damn it. I don't know. It might as well be the same movie. Yeah. I'm sorry that I corrected that. Can I'm, you I'm glad me, that you knew what I was talking about. Can you, can, you, can you give us your best Jimmy Stewart impression? How does Jimmy Stewart sound? I feel like I keep. I, I, I about went to like a, a like mobster, like, ah, see? That's but that's, a, that, <laughs> dude, that's what I was thinking that. in my head, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. We'll skip this. I still don't really have any. I, I, I thought of this as you guys were naming them. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of like that movie. And But like, am I going to watch it this year? Nah. But it's not like Halloween movies for me. I watch the shit out of some Halloween yeah. movies. Well, true. I mean, we all do. You, 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 Our listenership out there has heard from all of our October podcasts. I think speaking of that Halloween movies and Christmas combined, if you want to, if you want to see something real, this is gets my honorable honorable mention is Silent Night, Deadly Night. Hell yeah! Um, not only is it a great slasher flick, but it's an amazing Christmas movie. Yeah, and it has yeah. some incredibly talented looking actors. I'm halfway through. Uh, <laughs> I'm halfway through. Um, rare exports, which is half, half in Finnish and half in English, which is weird, but um, I'm really liking it. It's got an 80s vibe to is it. Is that a Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah. Santa's it's like a killer, right? Or is that like a... Like a monster. That's yeah. awesome. It's, we're it, we're it, getting a little dark here. Yeah. Um, I need to finish it. But this is the I'm, after hours portion of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe I am into Christmas movies. I don't know. You just haven't found the right one. I just haven't found the right one. When I was a kid, real quick, when I was a kid, there was a movie with Dudley Moore. I think he was an elf, maybe. And I really liked it that as a kid. That is called The Santa Claus. or Is it? No, I, it's not The Santa Claus. 
right? It's something, or, like something like the like North that, Pole. Right? Um, it's, is that uh, where Santa's sleigh just picks up in the middle of that building and like takes off up to the silo or whatever? I mean, I don't remember, but I just remember the feeling of being a kid and uh, loving it. Here, let's, we got Google. Hold on, let's ask. Is it the same yeah. movie? No, it's not the one where the reindeer is in the town and like it all That's revolves Prancer, around it. Right? Prancer, Prancer, Prancer was a solid movie too when I was growing up. It's called Santa Claus the movie, which is just so I said these damn, so damn generic. Okay, all right. So it is Christmas, and we hope you've enjoyed us talking about some of our favorite Christmas movies and reviewing the movie Noel, which you can currently find on Disney Plus. Um, it's the season. You got a week or so left. Uh, get out there. Spend some time with your family. Watch some Christmas movies, maybe ones that you're traditionally into, or venture out and pick day 15 on the Hallmark, you know, 30 days of Christmas. Yeah, I mean, you'll get some... I'm sure it's terrible, but I'm sure there's some heart-touching moments. That could be a great game. It's like a Hallmark Christmas roulette. You throw 30 numbers in a hat, and you just pull one out, and you have to watch that movie. Yeah. Actually, that sounds like a bad party game. Yeah, but that's uh, who who's the winner of that game? I don't know. Maybe you put like Walmart. you put some actors like from Saved by the Bell and like Melrose Place and maybe <laughs> like some just some old sitcoms and TV shows and then see if you win that way. Maybe play. That is slot. true. That yeah. is true. Um, so we actually, since it is the season, we will be back next week. Yes, Christmas week with our uh, a podcast episode on our favorite Christmas traditions. We, you know, it's not as important as October and Halloween uh, because we did four straight episodes. But we're going to give you a, a back-to-back on straight Christmas this year. Uh, get out there, watch some movies. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear.